What's good? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com. Coming at you another sunny day here. Feeling good, looking good. And I'm going to get you feeling good, all right? You're fucked up over a girl. Today is the day that changes. If you are willing to put into practice what I tell you. I promise you that girl will no longer fuck up your life. If you are willing to put into practice what I'm telling you. But I want to prove it to you, okay? So just allow for the possibility that you will experience massive change today. I just want you to allow for that possibility. And that I'm 34, I've been in the game since I was 14. I've been through it all, dude. I've been through every, everything that could happen to a guy when it comes to women, I've been through it all. So this is not some generic hypothetical advice. This comes from me from my real struggles, from my real situations with girls, how I overcame them, and how you can overcome a girl that's fucking up your life. And I promise you, it works. Just have to allow for the possibility, all right? First point, you're not alone. I can't tell you how many emails and comments I had about doing a video and an article on this because guys are fucked up over girls, okay? I touched on this briefly in my girlfriend series where I talk about uh, screening a girl, what to expect when you move in, um, and what to expect from a breakup. I highly suggest you check out this series at the end of this video so you understand what to do next time and um, understand what to expect. And it's got some good stuff on, on how to get over a breakup. But I really want to get deeper into it and deeper into the psychology. So that's the first point. The second point is that I don't care how tough you are, every guy out there has been fucked up over a girl, has been put to tears by a girl at some point in his life. I don't care if you're 6'8", 230 pounds of solid steel. That dude has been crying over a girl. I've cried over girls. Believe me, it is fucking painful and a tiny girl will bring a grown man to his knees if he lets it, all right? so. If you're fucked up over a girl and you're struggling over a girl, I don't want to minimize your pain at all. I want to tell you that you're not alone. I want to tell you that there's millions of guys out there who are fucked up and you don't have to feel ashamed. Okay, that's the first thing. You don't have to feel ashamed that you are fucked up over a girl because we've all been there. We've all been there and any guy who's telling you any differently is a motherfucking liar. So that's the first point. I am want you to understand that you don't have to be ashamed, that you're not alone, and that it is okay. You are not a pussy, you are not weak. The toughest men in the world have been fucked up, and I mean, millions of guys have even killed themselves over women, okay? So it's a fucking serious thing, and I want you to know that I'm taking your issue very, very seriously. However, it is within your control to change that. 100%, all right? I'm gonna show you how to do it. So the first thing you need to recognize in changing your situation, because you wanna be happy, you know all my videos are about the pursuit of happiness, and this girl is making you unhappy, okay? She's gone, she's not coming back. So you have to recognize that and recognize that you wanna get over her and that you wanna be happy, all right? That's the first point, all right? And I know you agree with me on that. 
So the next point is, you know, I talk about gratefulness now. The, the, what you got to do, first off, is be thankful that it happened now. Okay, if you're like most of my readers and you're 18 to 35, um, or even my readers who are 35 to 45, be thankful that it happened now. Okay, if you're 25 and you got fucked up by a girl, maybe she cheated on you. Thank God that that happened to you now and not when you're 55. Okay, imagine it happened when you're 55 and you were married and she cheated on you and she got pregnant by another guy. And you still had to pay alimony, child support, give her the house because it's no fault divorce, baby. It's no fault divorce. And, you know, she could have been fucking the whole town and you're still going to have to pay for her. I know a guy who got cucked when his girlfriend went back home um, to visit her family. She cucked him. She cucked him. And they have joined businesses together and he has to pay her every month for the job. God damn, man. I gotta go. I gotta, I had to walk around the room. I had to walk, I, I have to go down here because that's so bad. I can't even handle that. I can't even handle that that exists. I can't even imagine, dude, if you're in your 40s and you gotta pay alimony, child support, pay into a joint business together and she's the one that cheated and she left and she's fucking guys in your house. My God, dude, my God. That is barbaric. It's barbaric, all right? And if God forbid you're, you know, you're watching this and you're a guy in your mid forties and that happened to you, my, my heart is with you, man. My heart is fucking with you. And um, I mean, I wouldn't wish that on fucking anybody. The majority of you, you're just going through a breakup with a girl. So be fucking thankful it happened now. Be fucking thankful it happened now. And be thankful that you're able to learn from the situation. And a lot of the stuff that I've, I've said before that you thought maybe was a bit harsh, look at it with a new perspective. Because girls is not all fun and games, all right? This is what I talk about with a lot of guys, especially in my advanced series on being a player. You're a Vance player, you think, okay, I've fucked a lot of girls, I can pick up a lot of girls. That is a small part of the skill set, all right? It is, it is not all fun and games. It is fucking very serious. There's a very serious, it's a double-edged sword with girls. And the, the other side of that sword is fucking rough, man, okay? So if you're relatively young, be thankful it happened now. I had a guy comment, James, and he said... My life is over. I'm 30. I'm running out of time. Dude, you're not running out. Don't make me laugh, dude. You're 30, you're 35. We're going to live to our 90s with medical technology. You've got two-thirds of your life left. You've got like another 60 years, okay? You've got so much time to make more money. Um, and you're going to be, if you keep yourself in shape and decent looking, you're going to have women all your life, all right? They might not be 20-year-olds, but you're going to have women into your 40s. To your 40s, you're going to have women who are in their early 30s, maybe a few 20-year-olds in there. If you keep, if you take care of yourself, all right? I mean, come on, dude. So be thankful that it happened now, all right? That's the first thing. Double that if she cheated on you because you could have married that girl and you could have got cucked, okay? Be thankful that it happened now, especially if it's a nasty thing if she cheated on you, all right? 
I know that might sound counterintuitive and your pride stinging, you know, because we're men. Just charge that shit to the game, dude. And be thankful that it happened now. Okay? Better now than later. And now you have time to go through a full spectrum change and, you know, make sure you don't make the same mistakes again. All right? Now, the next thing which is so crucial is how you're going to frame this. Okay? How you frame everything is the key to life. Because you're the creator of your own reality. You control the narrative. If you want to frame this as, I'm fucked, I'm running out of time, that frame's not going to serve you. Here's how you frame this. You frame this as a challenge. A challenge that is going to make you much, much, much fucking tougher. And I'm speaking from experience here. I'm talking about business failures, going into debt, heartbreak, all that shit made me so fucking tough that I honestly feel like I'm unbreakable. You know, God forbid some serious illness doesn't happen or something like that. Um, and, but honestly, like a major heartbreak, I consider that part of the benchmarks of being a man. Okay. That is a benchmark on your road to being a man and, and becoming a man takes longer than you think, by the way, it, it is, it is a real fucking process. It is a real fucking process because men are made, not born. Men are made, not born. And a major heartbreak is a benchmark on the road to becoming a man. And how you deal with that is the fucking key. So how I want you to frame that is like, I've got a, a, a big challenge here. And I'm going to deal with that in the most optimized, fucking powerful way. And I'm going to get, I'm going to be so much fucking stronger when I, when I finish this. And I got to look around at other people and the way that their emotions are fucked up and the way that they, you know, get fucked up over everything. And I'm not even going to live in the same reality with them because I'm so much fucking tougher. Okay. And you can check out my video on how to get tougher. And I'm, I'm truly speaking from hundred percent experience here. You will get so tough that you won't even recognize yourself. Okay. The 20 year old version of, of, of me does not exist yeah, at 34, because I killed that motherfucker, because he was, he was too weak, all right? You will become so tough that you won't even recognize yourself, and this is one of the major challenges where you can apply that, just like business is a challenge, okay? You look at it as a challenge to see how much stronger can I get, right? Instead of looking at it as failure or a failed relationship, look at it as feedback, and think, how do I play this card and how do, how do I create a narrative that's fucking positive? And the, and the positive narrative is I have a challenge ahead of me and I'm going to use this challenge to make me stronger. Every single thing in your life can be framed as positive if you want it. If you have the creativity to do that and you have the will to do it, all right? I promise you that. I fucking promise you that, okay? So it's a challenge to get stronger. Now, within that meta frame of the challenge, your first job is to stay out of fucking depression, okay? You know that I recommend rating your days on a scale of 100%. You want that day to be 50% or above, okay? When you start dipping below 40%, you're getting to real sadness and anything below 30% is depression. There is no excuse to be in a depressive state ever, 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 ever. You do not have to be depressed ever. I'm speaking from a guy who used to get depressed and couldn't get out of bed. Now I don't, haven't been for the last decade. Does not have to happen. 
you do not have to be depressed ever, 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 ever. When you're depressed, you're choosing to be depressed, okay? You are choosing to be depressed. Depression is a state based on your thoughts and the physical feelings within your body. You do not ever have to choose that state. You're in control of your state at all motherfucking times and you need to understand that. There is no excuse for being depressed. I don't care how bad this girl fucked you up, what she did, do not let yourself get depressed, all right? However, when you follow my stuff, you know that I, all I focus on is the pursuit of happiness, and that's your primary priority in life. However, the key is to understand the pursuit. You're not always going to be super happy. If you're just going through the first week of a rough breakup, don't aim for super happiness, all right? You don't have to aim for happiness all the time. Just aim for the best state that's available. Okay, because a lot of the time when you aim for too high of happiness, it will backfire because you're like, I can't get it. And then you get upset and you're like, man, I don't know what Will's talking about with this happiness shit. I can't do it. And then you feel bad. Okay, so just aim for like neutral 50%. Aim for 50% above. Just staying out of depression. You're just like, uh, you're like all right, I'm not, I'm not super happy, but I'm not depressed. That's where you aim for. And if, and if you find yourself rising a little bit on some days, that's good. All right, that's what I do whenever I'm having a rough, when I got to do a bunch of chores or a bunch of back-end projects, a bunch of bullshit that I don't want to do. I'm like, I'm just aiming for neutral today. I'm just going to get it done. I'm not going to be super happy, but I'm just getting it done because that's going to be the best state that's available today. So that's what you got to do. Stay out of depression. Just aim for neutral. Best state available. All right. Very, 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 very important. Now, here's how you do this. All right. I want you to make sure that you read my article on how to fight depression. It's the best of my abilities and exactly the stuff that I use. But sort of the summary of that is, okay, you're organized, all right? You got my book, How to Get Organized. You got everything set up on Wonderlist, and you're waking up to achieve, all right? You're waking up. You are not taking days off. You are not going up to a log cabin to sit and mope and meditate. You are not calling in sick, you are getting in there and staying busy, all right? And just like always, you're getting up, you're going to the gym, and you're focusing on your mission from nine to five, all right? Focusing on that mission, whether it's working a job and saving money to build your business or working on your business, that's what you're doing, and you're staying busy, all right? That's a fucking huge key. You are not sitting at home thinking about this fucking girl. Then you're going to utilize all the state boosters you have, okay? If you've been watching my stuff, I'm sure you've written down a list of your state boosters, right? But if you haven't, do it now. My state boosters are high-intensity exercise, hot shower followed by cold shower, tantric masturbation where I don't ejaculate, hanging out with girls, um, reading. For some guys, like one of my readers, it's playing with his cat. Uh, for me, listening to music, maybe for you, it's playing the guitar. So at the end of the day, you're going to put all those state boosters to work. Everything that makes you feel good at the end of the day, you're going to start doing a lot more. And maybe you can loosen up the diet a little bit to enjoy some cheat meals. Um, and, you know, give yourself permission to enjoy a bit more at the end of the day. Okay. So you're focusing on your work. You've got the achievement mentality. And then at the end of the day, you are... Loosening up the person, the, the, you're loosening, loosening up control a little bit. So where you, 
might have been focusing on other hardcore goals, you're just allowing yourself to enjoy much more. Okay? You're going to the movies a bit more, you're hanging out with the boys a bit more, you're doing all the things that make you feel good. And I don't want to hear that you don't want to do anything because you're depressed and nothing makes you feel good. No, 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 no. You have to get out there and do it. You have to get out there and do it. You have to stay busy and you have to stay doing those positive activities that boost your state. If you want to look at the full state boosters, check out my article on how to fight depression. All right? That's what you do. Stay busy. State boosters. Okay? You are not going to have bad days unless you want it. You do not have to have a bad day where you're fucked up over the girl. There's a quote that stayed with me for a long time from Michael Bloomberg, who built, you know, the Bloomberg News Service, which is a billion-dollar business, mayor of New York. And he said, I don't have time for bad days. And he said, I'm in my 60s or my 70s. I don't do bad days. I don't have time for it. And that hit me like a fucking revelation. You only have so much time on this planet, all right? You need to have the mentality that you just don't do bad days. I don't do bad days anymore. I really don't. I'll have maybe a bad hour, but I don't let that fuck up my whole day, right? I don't let anything fuck up my whole day because I don't want to have a bad day because I want to be happy. So I'm constantly focused on that. I'm constantly mindful and focused on the pursuit of happiness, all right? And that's a fucking huge key. Huge, huge, huge key for your entire life is being mindful. You set triggers to find when you're in a negative state, okay? When you're in a negative state, you are angry at the girl, you're sad, you're nostalgic, you're jealous, right? She's getting pounded out by some fucking dude who has a bigger dick than you, right? Oh yeah, maybe you're jerking off to her still. You better not be, but you might be, right? Those are all fucking big mistakes. Big, 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 big mistakes. So you got to watch your thoughts. Every time she comes up, every single thought about her is a bad thought, okay? I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this so that if you continue to think about her, you know that you're fucking up. Every single thought about her, whatever it is, whether it's like, man, I need to understand or I need to know why this happened or it's jealousy or it's she's a bitch and she deserves all that is negative. All that is bad. All that is the forces of, of darkness. Okay? Those are all dark thoughts. And you need to be mindful every single time they come up. And you need to be mindful and you need to watch your thoughts and every time you catch them, here's how I do it. I just label that as unproductive. Okay, I'm thinking about my ex and I'm mad at her. That's not productive. Not productive. What's productive is to either go back to work or to go do something that makes me happy. That's it. Every time they come up, you just watch them and you label them as unproductive. And for a while, those thoughts might be intrusive and the thought might keep hitting you, you know, for two, three minutes in a row, but you just keep doing that. And guess what? You eventually go back to work and you change your focus. And that's your whole day is just doing that, by the way, with not just with thoughts about your ex, but with all negative thoughts. You're mindful, you're labeling them as unproductive. That is the best reframe that I, I have ever found. It's just like that thought's not productive. And what's productive are thoughts that help me pursue my happiness, okay? Thoughts that help me um, 
in my mission, thoughts that help me get stronger in the gym, thoughts that help me get more girls, thoughts that help me feel good about myself, thoughts that help me um, create a positive future, uh, thoughts that you know help me feel good in the present, like if I'm getting a great massage or I'm having sex, I'm living in completely in the present. So those are all things that are productive in my pursuit of happiness. Anything that's negative is not, and I label it as unproductive every time I catch it. All right, now this is an art and this is a skill and it takes practice. It's the most important skill in the world, especially when it comes to a traumatic situation which you're in right now. So every time that fucking girl comes up, you do not have my permission to think about her, right? It's just like when I was telling you to, to if you read my article, how to quit anything. Those voices, think of those thoughts as like a monster and the monster always wants you to think about them. And it's like, oh, you should think about where this went wrong and, and you need to analyze this. And it just like pulls you back and it's so subtle. But believe me, it's, that is, is pure evil. You don't need to think about her at all. At all. It's over. It's over. Okay? All you need to do is think about what's positive right now. There is no excuse for thinking about her whatsoever. All right? You just need to reframe those thoughts. And this is crucial. Okay, because men hurt more than women do from a breakup. Believe me, I've seen it. I looked on Reddit before I did this article and it was like nine out of 10 of those posts are, you know, Reddit of people who've been cheated on nine out of 10 are guys and they're fucked up for years and they're doing pills. And because as guys, we don't have a fucking social support system. You can't go over to your mom's house and cry on her shoulder because you feel like less of a man. You can't go spill your feelings all, all over your friends like girls do, right? You know, in a lot of ways, you got to handle that yourself because you're a man and you have pride in yourself. And I've seen girls move on so fast, so fast it makes your fucking head spin, right? And um, we hurt more than girls do, believe me. Believe me, you hurt more than girls do and... There are so many cases of guys, you know, killing themselves or being, I'm, I'm, I was reading this all yesterday and I was just depressed reading it. I'm, I'm like, man, I wish I could have got through to these guys. Cause it's like, this guy's like, I didn't date girls for eight years. I got fucked up on booze and pills cause his girlfriend cheated on him. It's like, man, this is a fucking serious, serious thing. If you let it, that's why it's so fucking important to get control over this shit. All right. Now, as far as moving on. What you need to do, there's three, there's three different options, okay? First one is casual sex. When I broke up with my ex-girlfriend, and this was the, really the only broke up, breakup that hurt me, uh, we were living together and I broke up with her, but we were still in love. We were just very incompatible. And I was angry at her for baiting and switching me into moving in with her. She knew I didn't want to get married or have kids, or, you know, I said, like, I don't do stuff that I don't want to do, and then... You know, the second we started getting married or, or moved in together, she pretty much broke every condition that we agreed upon. She was pressuring me to see her family every weekend, to go with her to her friends and Bed Bath and & Beyond. And then she went from not wanting to have kids to wanting to get married and have kids relatively soon. So, I mean, I was real pissed off because it was a bait and switch. And um, I'm still, I still uh, don't have positive feelings about her. Uh, so I started fucking other girls. The, the, the night we broke up, we were still living together. I went to another girl's house. 
and an old fuck buddy and started fucking her. And pretty much every girl that week, every, every night that week, I was fucking other girls. And um, I did not care about her feelings because that's what you get when, you know, she tried to play me out. And uh, that was my response. And it did make me feel better. And the sex was fucking amazing because I was coming out straight out of a relationship. Um, the next option is a rebound. Well, this is what I did after my girlfriend had, had moved out of our apartment. I was still living there. And I rebounded with our next door neighbor, which was this cute Vietnamese girl um, that I knew had like a little crush on me. And basically for like six months after my breakup, I was at her house every night, sort of leaning on her, probably annoying her a little bit because I was talking about my ex so much. And, you know, she helped me get through that big time. And, you know, a lot of guys will say like, don't get involved in another relationship. I didn't get involved in a relationship that wasn't my girlfriend, but I was, I was leaning on her hard. Okay. And that took a lot of the sting of the breakup on. And it was funny to me because while my ex was still living there, she would walk out and see me talking to our next door neighbor. And I had no mercy because that's what happens when you fuck with me, right? She knows that I'm going to fuck our next door neighbor. She knows that I'm out fucking other girls because she tried to run a bait and switch on me. All right. That's how it goes. And that helped me. The third option is celibacy. Okay, not seeing any girls. Celibacy is probably the option that I would take right now. Because over the last four or five years, which was when that breakup happened, I've just become so much more tough and so much more self-contained. Uh, where I can control my own happiness without other people. Like I said, those having those state boosters and having your diet in check and having a mission is so fucking powerful because you can become a self-contained unit of happiness where everything else is a bonus. So if I went through, if I was getting over a girl right now, I would probably just pull back on girls altogether. I would take a few months off girls and I would just focus on my business and, you know, I would hang out with the boys a few times a week and at night I would do reading and working on new articles for the next day because that's what I love to do. That's probably how I would handle it now. But the way that you should handle it is you should take those three options and see what works for you. Okay, use your happiness as a guide. Go out there and start fucking other girls. My buddy Rye said that like the second he broke up with his, his girlfriend, he went to a prostitute because he wanted to just fuck something. He wanted to just pound something else that wasn't his girlfriend and he felt better with that. Right? So if you want to just pound out some girls for casual sex to get her out of your mind, that's good. If you want to rebound with a girl, even though you know that relationship's not probably going to last, give that a shot. Or celibacy. But use your happiness as your guide. All right? What you're not going to do is just sit around moping about this girl. Okay? You can move on. Use your happiness as your guide. All right? Now, as far as specific thoughts go, here's what you don't do, okay? And I'm gonna make it very clear so that when you are fucking up, you know that you're fucking up. You cannot get her back, all right? And even if you can get her back, because you, if she broke up with you, you can't get her back. 
If you broke up with her, you can probably get her back within the first month, but you're not going to do that because you're just going to break up again and it's going to be the same fucking problems. So getting back together with her is not an option. So you're not going to think about that. Anger, sadness, nostalgia, thinking about, oh, the times we had or being sad about the times we had or going through the pictures with her, not an option. Jerking off to her, so not a fucking option. Thinking about her getting fucked by a guy with a bigger dick than you or wondering where she is and getting fucking jealous. So, 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 so not a fucking option, all right? That's some cuckold shit. And that is a fucking no, right? You don't care where she is. And you're not thinking about it, all right? You're thinking about what you're doing. Pictures, burn, delete, destroy. Facebook, block her, block all her friends. Even block... Tell your friends to take her off their Facebook. If they don't listen, take those friends off your Facebook, okay? You don't want to be able to see her at all. In fact, just take your fucking Facebook down if you have to, right? In case you'd be, twi in case you'd be tempted to go on her page and just look at pictures of her. Take that fucking Facebook down, all right? Facebook is no good. The only reason I have Facebook is for business, Get rid of all traces of her like it never happened. Every single thing that reminds you of her any particular way, delete and block her number, block her Twitter, block her fucking Instagram, block anyone who has her, anywhere that you can see, um, you know, looking on a friend's page, anywhere that you can see a fucking update or a tag about her or social media about her or anything, delete, burn, destroy. Okay? Destroy any traces of her. Any thought about her, whether it's, you know, sadness, anger, revenge plotline, jealousy, um, sexual feelings where you're jerking off to her, thinking about getting back with her. No, 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 no. Every time you're doing that, you're fucking up. All right? You are reframing. Every time those thoughts come up, I'm productive. Back to what I'm focused on. To answer your next question, will the thoughts keep coming up and they're intrusive? You just keep reframing. I'm productive. I'm productive. I'm productive. Every time you catch it, I'm productive. Go back to focusing on the gym. Go back to focusing on work. Go back to focusing on your state boosters. As many times as they come up, I don't care if it happens 800 times a day. Indulging in those thoughts does not, is not the move. Even if those thoughts keep coming up, you keep pushing them off. Okay. There is never a good reason to indulge in a negative thought, especially when you're in the situation now. When you're in the situation now, you have to be double fucking mindful. You have to be double mindful to re reframe those thoughts. And every time you're thinking about the, your ex, every single fucking time is a negative thought, right? It is a thought that's going to put you into doubt, depression, despair. It is a, a thought of fucking darkness. And you want to be in the light of happy positivity, um, and doing fucking great things. Okay. This is very, very fucking true. And if you want to see more about that, check out my video on spiritual warfare. All right. Because that is what this shit is. It's about staying in the light and staying out of the fucking dark and, and, and the mind, the, the dark forces. Okay. And I'm not saying this like literally, but it's just a good metaphor are so fucking tricky, right? It's just like when you're quitting something, it's you're quitting cigarettes. It's like, well, just they argue with you and they rationalize. They're like, well, just have another cigarette. You're going to have one anyways. You might as well have one now. You're going to break down. Just have one. 
okay? And when you start rationalizing with those thoughts, you're engaging with them and you're giving them power. And this is what will happen when you break up with a girl. It'll say, hey man, do you think she was with other guys? Do you think she cheated? You should really think about that because you should know for the next time, you know? Or like analyzing, okay, you need to understand why she said this text message. What really happened here? You really need to understand that. Does she not like sex with you? Is she just lying about it? Right? So there's all these, those are the most dangerous ones because those dark thoughts are getting you to say, hey, this has to be paid attention to, right? This has to be paid attention to. It's not negative. It's something that has to be solved in the future. You need to understand this and you need to keep thinking about it, but you don't. Okay? Understand this. Every time you're thinking about her, it's negative. Every time you're thinking about her, it's a dark thought. Every time. Every time. Every time. Okay? That's it. Got to reframe those. Got to reframe those thoughts. Have to. Must. Every time. Doesn't matter if it's a thousand times a day. Now. Let me crack a TV on your head and break the news to you. Breakup is not a big problem. All the stuff that I just said and, and, and um, understanding and not minimizing your pain and recognizing that guys fuck themselves up over girls, guess what? It is only because they created a big problem. It is only because they created a big problem, all right? And I'm not saying that to insult anybody. I'm just saying that to tell you that it does not have to be a big problem unless you want it to be. You don't have to suffer unless you choose to be. Here's a big problem. You can't afford to pay rent next month, and it means you could be close to living on the street. Here's a big problem. You have cancer, okay? Those are big problems because, one, you have way less control over it. You have way less control over cancer than you do of, of dealing with a breakup. And number two, those are serious. Anything that hits your health and wealth is serious. Your relationships are less serious, all right? I don't care what a fucking therapist tells you. I'm talking from my experience. Relationships are way less serious because you can be happy within yourself. I can be happy without a girl for two months. I can be happy without seeing other people for two months. I can go up to a fucking cabin in the woods and be happy. All right? Because I've trained myself to be able to be happy within myself. And it is only a big problem if you create it to be a big problem. Because... Here's the, here's the thing, and, and this is going to fucking wake you the fuck up. Physical pain is a much bigger problem. If you have cancer you're gonna, and you're going through chemotherapy, every day you're, your body's going to be feeling like shit. And there's nothing you can do about that because it's a fucking physical feeling within your body. And the most you can do is just stay strong. But you have to keep feeling that physical pain, okay, because it's there. But mental pain, you don't have to feel. The, the pain has already happened. The breakup has already happened. You will only feel mental pain when you relive it, okay? You only feel mental pain when you choose to relive that, that pain, when you choose to open the wound. Every time you're thinking about your ex-girlfriend, you're choosing to open that fucking wound. The mental pain already happened. It can be completely over today if you choose it. It can be completely over today if you choose it, okay? Mental pain and physical pain are two different things. Physical pain is over when it stops being painful, okay? When you cure cancer, it stops being painful, it's over. And you can't remember physical pain. You can't remember a feeling within your body, right? Which is why 
when you're over a physical pain, it's a beautiful thing because it doesn't come back. Mental pain is the opposite. It happened once, two years ago. And, but you can relive that moment forever if you choose to. That's why I prefer mental pain to physical pain. Mental pain, if you have a strong mind, does not have to hurt you because you do not choose, you choose not to relive the motherfucking experience. And you choose not to indulge in those negative thoughts. Do you see that? If you don't see that, I want you to fucking rewind the video and, and, and listen to that again until it fucking sinks in. Because it should be sinking in like, oh my fucking God. Like that is a fucking huge revelation. Okay? Mental pain already existed. It, it only hurts you when you choose to relive it. When you choose to remember it. When you choose to focus on other things and just look at those thoughts as unproductive, it does not have to hurt you. That girl does not have to hurt you anymore. The hurt already happened. The hurt already happened. It only hurts you if you choose to, okay? If you choose to. Now, I also want to manage your expectations. I'm not saying that you're going to be super happy right away because you have to practice it and it's an art and a skill. So I don't want you to think, well, you're hyped up right now, but three hours later you start feeling a bit of pain and you think, well, oh man, Will was... I can't do what Will's saying, and, and it's not going to work for me. No, it's a muscle, okay? Happiness and reframing thoughts is a muscle. You just have weak muscles, and you have weak muscles because you haven't been taught this since birth, and you have weak muscles because you're going through a traumatic situation. But it's just like going back into the gym, okay? You're going back into the fucking mental gym, and you are getting stronger by practicing those motherfucking reframes all day, every day, all right? You do not have to relive the pain, ever, ever. But just manage your expectations and, and remember that you're building the muscle of mental strength, okay? You're building the muscle of your emotional fitness. Very, very important. Now, that's how you sort of deal with it, okay? That's how you deal with it. Now we're coming to the next step, which is learn from your fucking mistakes, okay? You've got the game plan for how to deal with this. But now we're coming back to a player in the game of life. We're coming back to gratefulness. Okay, you're always flipping everything to a positive. You're thinking, okay, instead of looking at this relationship as a failure, look at it as feedback. Okay, instead of looking at it as a failure, look at it as feedback. What is the feedback from this? What do I learn? I'm very good at not making the same mistake twice, and I'm very proud of that. Okay, you should think. Every time you have a situation where you're fucked up over a girl, what, what did I do wrong? How do I learn from this? All right, you don't have to go back and relive the pain, but you think, what do I learn? What did I learn? Chances are you didn't screen properly. Chances are, okay? You didn't follow my screening guides. Go through my site, look at my fucking screening guides, look at my girlfriend series, look at my relationship series, look at my how to develop a dating game plan, game plan series. I got a ton of stuff on this. Chances are you didn't screen well. One of my readers, you know who you are. I was counseling for like two months, was fucked up over a girl because he gave his heart to a hoe. He gave his heart to a girl who he knew was promiscuous and he knew better than to do that. He knew. And she cheated on him, just like promiscuous girls do. She did what she was supposed to do. Just like a hater hates, promiscuous girls cheat. All right? Now, I'm not trying to insult these girls or whatever, but. That is not a fucking girlfriend material. 
right? That's not a girlfriend material. You didn't scream properly. So you gotta learn from those mistakes, okay? And you gotta remember this is the challenge of, I'm gonna learn from my mistakes and I'm gonna use this as an opportunity to get tougher, okay? Everything is flipped for a positive. You're like, okay, this happened. This is a benchmark on being a man. I'm glad it happened now. I'm glad it happened now instead of when I'm in my 40s and 50s. And I'm going to use this as an opportunity to learn from my mistakes so that I have much better screening technology in the future. Um, to learn that maybe I don't want to be in monogamous relationships, that I'm going to do the MLTR stuff and that's better. And to make sure that I don't make the fucking same mistakes again. So you're framing this as a positive. And you're framing it as a challenge of this is a benchmark on me being a man and I'm going to use this to become tougher. I'm going to use this to become tougher. Every single thing you can flip to a positive because you control the narrative. You control the narrative of your reality. You are the star of your own movie. Every single motherfucking thing that happens to you, you can flip to a positive because you're playing the game of life and you're playing that card to the best of your ability. And anyone that tells you any differently is a fucking is fucking uh, negative and you got to cut that motherfucker off. Okay, because I'm speaking from experience here. Speaking from experience, I went in one year, I got fired. I, I got fired for running my mouth to my boss. I, got, I went broke on my business. My business failed. I went into debt on my business. My business partner hijacked the domain and tried to ransom it back to me and my other partner, which is why the business imploded for a fucking shit ton of money. I broke up with my live-in girlfriend, and when we moved in together, she had, I, I sold most of my stuff, because she had nicer, you know, girly furniture and whatever, and I thought we'd last a bit longer than we did. So, she moves out, I have like a fucking, I have to go buy a mattress, and I'm, I'm mattress on the fucking floor, all right? And going through this breakup, have no stuff, have to move again. All that happened in one year. All that happened in one year, and I'm telling you, that was a fucking rough year. But, like I said, the guy that went through that year is dead. He doesn't live here anymore, right? Because I became so much fucking tougher. I mean, it's stuff like that that happened to me that made me who I am now. It made me be able to tell you this stuff with complete certainty. You can become so tough that you don't even recognize yourself because you aren't yourself, right? You know, that boy is dead and the man is here. And, and, and you become tougher than you ever thought possible. You don't, I don't even know how I became this guy. You know, I, I sometimes go through what's happened to me and go through what I'm doing, doing during the day and watch how I just like decimate these negative thoughts and how I just, you know, stay up on my mood. And I'm like, who are you? What happened? Like, how did, you know, I, I, I surprise myself in, in, in what I've become and, and you can become that. All right. You can become that when you put it to your mind that this is a challenge. This is a challenge. You're not going to let this fucking bitch drag you down. You're not going to let anything drag you down. You're going to stay on top of your game. You're going to stay on top of your mission. You're going to keep going to the gym. You're going to see other girls. You're going to keep your state boosters going. You're going to stay active. You're going to keep your momentum going. You're going to stay busy. You're going to learn from your mistakes and you're going to get fucking tougher and you're going to move on bigger and better than ever. And you're not going to let this happen to you again. That's it, man. That's it. 
So fucking stay strong and stay reframing those thoughts. Stay proud, stay up, stay moving, stay fucking pimping, man. That's it, boy. So thank you for watching. As always, much love to you. Let me know what you think in the comment section because I'm going to be all on top of this answering your questions. Check out my audio on iTunes and SoundCloud and my Facebook video library and my site, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com. All the best in your personal development and stay up on your game. That's it.